Welcome to the BC Heritage Fair's interview cast. On this podcast, we'll be sharing interviews with our students about their projects. This is episode 16, Manit's project on the bomb girls of the Second World War. Manit is interviewed by alumni council member Prabhmur. You can view Manit's video as well as photos of the flyers she talks about at bcheritagefairsalumni.wordpress.com slash 2022-virtual. So the bomb girls used to fill 
41 different types of fuses as there is in this picture. And here I have made it a wooden box full of, full of fuses. From autumn 1941 to 1945, 20,000 workers contributed to the war effort. Despite the dangerous work, there were no fatal accidents recorded. Power requirements are simple, remarked Miss Grace Hinman. We need women and girls of any age physically capable of anything to do very light work for two hours at a stretch and resuming after rest periods. Women to fill the gaps, the only adequate reserves that remained. To attract the bomb girls, they used to have flyers. And over here, you can see that I've created flyers out of my own imagination. These flyers were really popular and they were the ones that helped bring most of the bomb girls in 1944. Woman and Recreation. Much of the health and happiness of our workers, of the workers, is due to our, our their recreation programs. It provides relaxing exercise to music and a good thing for a tired war work. Managers understood that a happy workplace was needed to produce shells and win the war. Beauty contests were held to boost the morale of our women war workers. Work experience was like exciting, fulfilling, and satisfying. If soldiers didn't have shells, we all would be speaking German by now. Over here, I have a rec recruitment sheet. Here, people could sign in who were interested in the bomb girls, and if there was anything, God forbid there ever, but if there was every, anything like this, they would be prepared to fight. And also, I had freebies so that people can remember these unsung heroes. A question I had while making this project was why remembering Bond Girls is an important part of Canadian history. Canadian Bond Girls risked their lives and digested daily handling with dangerous explosives and powders. For three and a half years, starting from 1941, the woman at Gecko plant filled more than 256 million units of ammunition. It's one of those things we just haven't really recognized. Alan English, a Queen University professor of military history, told, It had a huge impact on the Canadian society. Another question I had was what was the impact and contribution of the working women working at the Gecko plant? Over 21,000 Canadian, predominantly women, worked at the top secret Gecko munitions plant located in Scarborough, Ontario, and another 9,000 at the Pickering plant, also in Ontario, known as the sister plant of Gecko. Over there, the girls were called the Ajax girls. They served so the men can fly. These women played a key role in helping win the world war and truly and truly unsung heroes. It's important to let our country know about these people and their contributions and why we enjoy the freedom we have in Canada today. Yeah, great job, Wanda. Um, so now we'll get on to some questions. Um, so what is an interesting thing that you learned while doing your project? Uh, the most interesting thing I learned was the recreation uh, programs offered by Gecko by the help of the Canadian government. People wondered why the women at Gecko stayed there for a long time despite the dangerous work. And I found out it, it was because of the recreation programs. 
they were a good thing for a tired war worker, which boosted the morale. Wow, that's very interesting indeed, yeah. Um, so why do you want people to know about the Canadian Bomb Girls? Why are they important? Bomb Girls played a phenomenal role in Canadian history. Without them, we'd be speaking German by now. All the men were at the front line. We needed someone at the home front to fill the munitions. Because without reliable munitions, Allied munitions would have been useless on the battlefield. And the bomb girls were the only adequate reserves that remained. Yeah, the effort on the home front was definitely important. Um, do you want to talk about some of the creative components that you used? So um, this is a replica of the Gecko building I made. And um, inside, you can see that they're bomb girls filling the fuses. And over here, I created a box filled with munitions. It's a wooden box. And they used to fill 41 different types of munitions. To fill one munition, they had to go through 18 operations. Over here, I've created creative flyers. Um, these were the flyers that attracted most of the women at Gecko, and they're out of my own creation. So like this one, it's more hands needed on hands-on job. I also had the sheet in which people could fill if ever there was a problem like this, they would be ready. And also, I gave freebies so that people can remember these unsung heroes of World War II. Yeah, that's really cool. You definitely put a lot of effort in. I like all your creative stuff. Um, and what type of resources did you use to make your project? Um, I used two books uh, written by Barbara Dixon. One was Bomb Girls Training Aprons for Amno, and the other one was Bomb Girls United for Peace. And I'm also working with her to take this project to the next level and so that everyone in Canada-wide can know about these unsung heroes. Yeah, that's really cool. And um, has your topic changed your perspectives on some issues or like the way you see the world? Um, yes, because before Bomb Girls didn't have a lot of opportunities. Like this was their first time doing something outside the house chores. And they did a courageous job, but now it's like girls have all the opportunities. They can do whatever they want. Um, so why did you choose this topic? Um, I chose this topic because, you know, like the bloggers played a phenomenal role. And because of them, we enjoy the freedom we have in Canada today. So I wanted to just share it with all because not many people know about these unsung heroes. So when did you first hear about the Bomb Girls then? Was it like in school or reading a book? So um, I, I always read history magazines. And so in one of them, I was reading it and they came Bomb Girls. And I thought it was a catchy name. So I went and researched about it and found out all the stuff. Um, why do you think it is important for young leaders to discuss matters related to like Canadian heritage? So that if there's like any problem like this or so that we know our history. And if there's any problems like this, we would be prepared to do that. Yeah, that's definitely important. Um, is there anything else that you want to add that we didn't cover? Um, no. Okay, great job. You should be definitely proud of your project. It's like, I love all your displays and everything. Good job. Thank you.
BC Heritage Fairs Society is a nonprofit society based in BC, Canada, which transforms young historians into community leaders. This podcast is run by our alumni team. You can see more about our alumni at bcheritagefairsalumni.wordpress.com or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BC Heritage Fairs. See you next time.